Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Along with ex-Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Stars tight end Ken Dunnick, I'm with an old guy off the Eagles beat. Well, oh, I'm probably older than you, Mark, but from NewJersey.com and Trenton Times, Mark Echo, although Mark is enjoying retirement life now, and I'm still slugging it out here up in uh, Philadelphia. How's it going? I got a little lucky here. I got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Better to be lucky than good, but you're both, exactly. I think. Hey, let's, uh, let's talk about our sponsor. If you're tired of working for someone else, being underpaid and underappreciated, why not open your own business? USA Man Franchising has operations currently in Philadelphia, South Jersey, and Boston, and we are looking to expand in other markets. For more information, go to usamanmagazine.com. Okay, Mark, as we look at the Eagles, we have a couple of breaking stories that actually I'm pretty proud that you had inside information about both of these stories weeks ago. We'll start with the one that's, uh, that could be happening as we speak, and that's Joe Douglas, the Eagles player personnel guy, becoming the general manager of the New York Jets. According to Jason LaCafora, it's a done deal. They're working on the financial end of it. It could happen as early as next or this weekend. What are you hearing? Same thing. He, I mean, he was always their their guy. As as we we talked about this uh, before the draft, I, I, that's how it came up. I mentioned that this might be the, uh, Joe Douglas's last draft uh, with the Eagles. He was their guy all along. I mean, they interviewed a couple others because you know, even though they, even though they're the Jets and they don't always do things the right way, uh, they they're not that bad at it. They you have to have Plan B and Plan C in place. But Joe Joe Douglas was always the Jets' Plan A. Uh, when they fired Mike Mike McCagnin, um they fired him with with the intent of hiring Joe Joe Douglas and um, good hire for the Jets. I mean, I think Joe's done a great job um, with the Eagles the last what three four years now, and um, you know, tough loss for the Eagles, but that's the way this business works. I mean, it's just like when they lost Frank Frank Reich um, as their offensive coordinator, becoming the head coach of the Colts. I mean, this is what this business is about. I mean. I, I, you know, it's funny. I've heard people say, like, oh, why would Joe Douglas leave the Eagles to go to the Jets? The Eagles are good. The Jets are terrible. Because there's only 32 of these people in the world. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you're in the, you're the New York market. And, I mean, it's yeah. the, big, the big spotlight. And I guess what? Little, the a, Jets a have a young quarterback, you know. Oh, sure. I mean, they, they're certainly – hey, listen, they've, I think they've probably hit rock bottom. I don't know. But they have to be on the rise. But how do you feel a, a guy like Joe Douglas is going to mesh – with Adam Gaze, I know that they've worked together before. And by the way, who's the boss? I'm assuming Adam Gaze is going to run the, the entire operation, and Joe Douglas will answer to him. Are you hearing anything about uh, that? No, I don't. I don't. I, I think it'll be more like a um, partnership, for lack of a better word. That I mean, Gaze might have final say on the roster. Some coaches do, and I have no problem with that. But I think Joe's going to run the draft. I mean, Gaze is. Gaze isn't going to be going out to watch kids from Ohio State and and uh, you know Michigan. He, he, he's gonna, he's busy coaching, so Joe's going to be out there, you know, putting the putting the board together and putting the draft together, and um, and then he's going to you know and, and his staff. I mean, as the other, that's where if you're an Eagle fan, you got to worry. Not only did you did you lose Joe Douglas from your personnel department, which I think is going to be a a pretty big role to fill. How he's got to how he's got his work cut out for him. Hiring, hiring a guy, but Joe may take you know anywhere from two to three, four guys with him because that's what guys. That's what normally happens when a guy gets a general manager's job. He takes people that that he knows, and um, 
I don't know. And again, I don't know the contract status of a lot of the personnel people or scouts in the Eagles um, organization right now, but um, I would think a lot of them, if not this year, next year, when they're, when their contracts are up, may, may find themselves going, going with the Jets. So um, we'll see. I mean, I'm happy for Joe. He deserves it. He earned it. Um, and we'll see how, you know, we'll see how, how he does. Gaze, he and Gaze, I mean, that, that's the other thing. I'm sorry, I didn't really answer your, your question, how he's going to get along with Gaze. I think fine. I think that was the whole point. I think that's why Gaze, that's why he was number one on our list, not only from what he's accomplished with the Eagles, but the fact that um, Douglas and Gaze got to know each other when they were both with the Bears and may have even talked about this one day. They were both, you know, assistants at that point. Maybe they've had to con- – I, I, I know this for a fact. I know guys in the league that have had – conversations and I'll assistant coach is saying, Hey, when I'm a head coach, I want you to do this for me. And if I ever get a head coaching job, oh, I'm sure. got to do that. That's, well, you know, that, that talk goes on all the time. So they, they may, this yeah. conversation may have happened, you know, at a bar in, in, in well, Chicago. One there's no question. The good old boy network is alive and well. In the oh NFL. yeah. But I, you know, just the one final comment on Joe Douglas, then we'll move along. I think more than any factor, Joe Douglas had the biggest impact on getting the Eagles to a Super Bowl championship because of the personnel decisions he made. Now, I give Doug Peterson a lot of credit. He was the boss of the football team. He, you know, he called the plays on the field. He called the shots. The Philly Philly playing the Super Bowl was off the charts. Risky, it worked out. But Joe Douglas really stocked the cabinet with a lot of great players and remember, the Eagles were decimated by injuries that year, and they still won the Super Bowl. So kudos to Joe Douglas for all he did for Philly. We're going to move on here. Another breaking story, Malcolm Jenkins holding out of OTAs. You had called this weeks ago. He wants a new deal. What are you hearing about this? Nothing. I mean, it's, it's quite, I mean, just what you heard. I mean, just what, what we said. I don't, there's no, I don't think there's any movement on a, on a new deal. Um, and I'm not sure there's going to be. Like I said, we like I said to you last week. I think the only and what am I? What am I? I'm, I'm a, I was a writer. I'm not a, a negotiator, but I've, I've covered enough enough of these kind of contract squabbles. Um, I think the, old, the the best compromise is, and Malcolm might not even go for this, but you put incentives if they're not already there in his contract. You know, X, for X amount of tackles, he makes another. X amount of dollars for interceptions, uh, pass breakups. If the Eagles make the playoffs, he gets another bonus. If they make the Super Bowl, he, he gets another bonus. I hear you. I mean, that, uh, to me, that's the way all contracts should be structured. I mean, yeah. that, you know, you, you, if you want performance uh, incentives, you give a guy a fair base salary, then you reward him for production and does. wins and, and everything that he does. I think if I was the commissioner of sports, you know, the, 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 especially you look at baseball with some of these four hundred million dollar deals. Three other, I mean, how can that continue? That's just the only thing. With the, the only thing with the performance based deals, and I've been through a couple of these. Um, Hugh Douglas comes to mind off the top of my head. He had a clause in his contract that if he got ten sacks, I forget what what he what what he got, but he he, he needed to get ten sacks. If he got ten and sacks, they, and they took him out, well, he had nine and a half. Yeah. And they're playing right. that last game of the year against Tampa Bay, and it meant nothing. Right. Eagles had locked into the third seed. Tampa Bay was the wild, was going to be a wild card. They, neither t- team needed it, so the smart thing to do was not play your regulars. Right. 
and Hugh didn't play that game, and therefore he didn't get that extra half sack he needed. And then there's no saying he would have, but he would have had a chance. And but you know, but you know what? If, you, if Eagles were smart or management was smart, that you give it to him. I mean, yep. listen, you've done your job. You fell short, but we love what you did, and and here's the money. Uh, the NFL owners are printing money. It's not going to hurt exactly. them. Exactly. But that was under, the, the, this was under the Joe Joe Banner days. Joe well, didn't give money away. I I understand totally. No. I think I think today that would have happened. I like to think this regime. If it was Brandon Graham instead of Hugh Douglas that had that in his contract, and he had nine and a half sacks, and they didn't play him the last game because, you know, they wanted to rest him for the playoffs, which made sense. Um, they would they would have said, "Hey, listen, he had nine and a half close enough. Here's him. Here's the extra whatever." Right. Well, as we as we look at OTAs and some of the personnel that you know, what's going on personnel wise with the Eagles, I'm hearing great things about Sidney Jones. The Eagles took a risk drafting an injured player really high a couple of years ago, and Sidney Jones is having a heck of an off-season training camp. Nate Sudfeld, the backup quarterback, is badly outplaying Cody Kessler, who they just got in a trade. Now, you know, you take that with a grain of salt because as a quarterback, if you know the playbook, you got to jump on everything. And right. Cody Kessler may just be settling in. He's certainly a guy that's got some NFL experience. And then uh, I hear, I'm hearing Mac Hollins is still struggling – with the same injury problem. And as they used to tell me, you can't make the team in the tub. So he's got to eventually get on the field. But what, what are you hearing about these guys? And yeah, Mac that's, yeah, that's kind of scary. Same From, injury. It's a health standpoint that he's still not ready. I mean, that was, that injury was a long time ago. Um, you have to start wondering, is Mac, you know, I hate to say, cause he's a young guy, a nice kid. I dealt with him a little bit be, before I left. And, um, Nice kid, real nice kid. Um, you hope this isn't a, a, a career threatening kind of thing, but how much can a guy miss? You know, I mean, like you said, and they have they have competition there at wide receiver. Um, they they drafted a kid pretty early, you know, in this draft, a kid from Stanford. They, um, it's you know, yeah, Matt Collins' career, at least you know, the, his his immediate career could be in jeopardy if he doesn't get on if he's not healthy enough to to get on the field. Um, Team, teams have limited patience when you just have the same smart, recurring injury. Right. Yeah. yeah, especially when you're fighting for one of those spots from 45 to 53 anyway, which which, which is what Matt Collins would be doing probably, you know. If it's Alshon Jeffrey, yeah, you, you wait and you say, hey, there's no problem here. We'll, when he's healthy, he's, he, he's our guy. But when it's, you know, a bottom of the roster kind of guy, like you said, it's – I remember what was Buddy Ryan blind all the, all the time. The, the most important uh, ability is durability, right? Exactly. What are you uh, hearing about Carson Wentz? I'm hearing he's out there. He's moving around great. He's got no knee brace on. The back looks healthy. I mean, that's a great sign for the Yes. Yes. I mean, and it should – I mean, again, no, here's my my concern. I don't mean to put a wet blanket on this, but he rested. He, hadn't, he hasn't done anything in well, however many months, so he's going to be good. My concern with Carson Wentz's back, and knowing knowing a little bit about back injuries, will this is this is this going to like? If, all right, so now he's fine because, like I said, the best remedy for his injury is rest. And that's why he didn't play at the end. Of the, that's why they were they, he, he couldn't play. Mm-hmm. So he should be fine in in June, and he'll be fine when camp starts, and he'll probably be be fine games one through four. But in game after playing four weeks in a row and practicing every day, is this going to flare up in week five or six? If it if it does, 
and hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully his, his back problems are a thing of the past and he can play 16 games. But if this back thing flares up again, then you have to start wondering, what do we have to do? How can we avoid this? What is this always going to happen? Is it just a kind of injury where, you know, wear and tear causes the, the inflammation and the, the spasm and the, the, and the, yeah. the whole ordeal? Well, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't his back injury like a micro fracture? I mean, yes. you're not talking like a pulled muscle or no. something like that, or, you know, a disc, uh, which can be serious too, but boy, a, a micro fracture of the lower back seems pretty serious to me. Well, and, and I've talked to, like I said, I, I unfortunately know a lot about backs and I, I deal with a lot of people that know about backs and they're, and they're not, these guys are just, You know, if he if he was a sports writer, if he was a uh, if he worked in an office somewhere, this would it'd, it'd be no big deal. He'd be able to lead lead a normal life. But the job he has, it's not. It's, it could be a kind of thing where wear and tear. And let's be honest, he's going to get hit. I mean, other teams aren't going to say, "Oh, hey, listen, Carson's got that back problem. We, we'll take it easy on him." No, he's going to get hit, and he's going to go down, and he's going to run around, and things are going to happen, and that could cause it. That could cause the the uh, flare up, which that's what the Eagles have. That's what they want to. That's what has to be be avoided at at all costs, really. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I'm hearing about the Eagles' offense is a lot of the running backs are are nicked up, and Wendell Smallwood, who's got a heck of an opportunity to showcase his his wares here in OTAs, is not performing well. He's just a little bit concerned about that. Yeah, and I, you know, I've always liked him, and I think he's done well when given the opportunity. Um, yeah, he's, but he, I think he has an uphill battle. The other news coming out of the OTAs, and we'll do this at the end here, um, Big V, um, Vitae, is, has moved from tackle to guard. That is big news, and that's a result of the Eagles drafting that left tackle in the first round. I assume. Right. They have, so they have him, they have Peter, they have Lane Johnson, they have your guy, the rugby player, um, <laughs> who you say is a monster of a man. So they have that's four tackles. You really, I mean, that's that's as many as you're going to keep. You don't really. I mean, most teams yeah. don't keep five tackles, and the Eagles are a little thinner at guard. So well, they so they re-signed Stefan Wisniewski too, sure. which I thought right was, was one year deal though. I mean, yeah. and, you know. I mean, this is Vitae's opportunity. He, he has a much better opportunity of seeing the field and lasting longer with the Eagles as a guard than he, than he did as a tackle. So, yeah, probably, I agree. probably good, good for both sides. Mark, it went quick. It's always a lot of fun being with you. We're out of time. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks okay. for being with us for the Bird Brains. Take care.